welcome to Reaction Shots for November, the month of giving thanks. Give thanks. Patreon.com. Uh, a great way to give thanks to us. <laughs> um, po Americansk. That means American, the English, or the language. How do you say America, the country? The next thing I'm going to start is the Lawman Bass Reeves. I'm starting that next. I saw a billboard for that. Yeah. Because you're up on that. Uh, that, it's um, no longer Paramount. affiliated with Yellowstone. It was originally going to be a Yellowstone spinoff, another one, and now it's just its own thing. Is that, this is a weird pull, is that the movie that the the guy as a kid in the TV show of Watchmen is watching as a child when the Black Wall Street thing happens? Because I think question. Because it's I think, I think he, it's the Lawman right. Bass Reeves, and I think, I think he right. like says that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he like idolizes that character. Yeah, I think you're right. That's sick. That's a great poll. Forgot about that. Fucking a. I love yeah. that show, dude. Holy yeah. crap. God, it was good. Um, Lindelof. Yeah, redemption <laughs> arc for Lindelof. I was, you know. <laughs> You know, I was anti-Lindelof for a while there, but I'm back on board, baby. Listen, I actually loved seasons two and three of Leftovers. Fucking hated season one, though. Holy God. International Assassin. Remember that one? The International Assassin episode where he's like in the hotel in the Leftovers. I don't remember that. Oh, my God. Is that in season two? One or two or three. If I don't it's know. in the back half of one, I never saw it. I, cr- oh I literally. Oh my god! International assassin. I literally hard quit season one and skipped to season like, two. Like stand I alone, you could one. you could watch that episode. Just stand, okay. not even not right. even out of context. Everything because you know what's up. Like dude, that episode was insane. I don't recall that. It must have been in season one. Um, better, I gotta better. <laughs> uh, this month we are talking about movies that we watched. Too young. I have a memory. Before we get, we're going to get into like what what have we seen lately, but before, like as a little cold open, I have a memory of a movie. Uh, And my friend, I said it to my friend and he had a theory that seems close. I haven't had a chance to verify it. I watched the trailer and it looked visually like my memory looked. I remember uh, flipping through channels as a kid, like seven or eight years old, right? Yeah. And uh, this guy, Guy is staying in a house, a bedroom on the top floor of a house, creepy old house. Yeah. And there's a girl he's interested in in the next room, right? And like the movie cuts back and forth and like, I don't know, maybe she's undressing or whatever. But like um, that had my attention, you know, that, that element of it. But then there's a like an old lady, like a grandma in the house a few like next to her this is room. Some psycho shit. Right. And and she was like, "Do you have someone in the house?" You oh know, she's God. all like creepy. And then like one of I can't remember whose grandma it is, but the one of them has to go and like talk to the grandma. How are grandmas the best thing of all time on earth but can <laughs> but also so be scary. terrifying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then I got too scared and I turned <laughs> it off or I changed the channel. But I've never known what that was, but it's such a confusing and like formative memory for me because it was like sexual but also scary. Yeah. So like as a little kid, I That's was like, like pull Yeah, I was I was like I was like I was like intrigued in ways I didn't understand quite yet, and then like afraid. Yeah. So I was just like, what's happening? Anyway. Is that silk stockings or is that just oh no, you're just listing things. Okay. Well, if anyone knows what that is, my mm. friends guess, get this, house. House. Not house. Okay. But house, the American one. Okay, I never saw it. Uh neither have I. But the trailer 
looked right. Yeah. So it might be that. That's I got I so got to look into it. That'd be Dude, Uzi Suicide just thought House as well. House. It's got to be. It, that's two for House, dude. I got to watch House. Yeah. House tonight. Cuz you love the Japanese one. I love the Japanese yeah. one. House. Uh, that old lady played by Hugh Laurie. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, House MD, dude. Not a terrible show. I heard it's good. All right. I bet season one rips. I feel like shows of that era took a season to get kind of find their stride. Yo, you know? Lost Season One. Uh, Lost Season One came out swinging, yeah. Yeah. But Fringe got the good wire at the end of Season one. Two. Listen, this isn't, this isn't prescriptive across all shows. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> Just saying, like, shows got time to find their yeah. feet back then, and Netflix didn't cancel them because they sure. didn't exist yet. But, like, it's either Season Two was the best or, like, one and three were the best. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Like the Simpsons or like Star Trek Next Generation, right? Where it's yeah. like season one and like most of two is like a little rough, but then it's like got some yeah. gems in there, you know? Um, House is on Tubi for free. I'm nice. notified by Tubi Swordfish. Uh, Tubi, dude. Mm-hmm. I got Tubi. What's the deal? Do- doesn't everyone have Tubi? Isn't it free? Yeah, just download that app on PlayStation. Get your Tubi. Guess and what your I Pluto. got? Guess what I got a fucking notification for this morning oh or last night? Oh god! <laughs> From the PlayStation app. Oh yeah. Now you can watch Silent Hill Ascension. Oh god. Uh, episodes uh, on the Sony Filmcore app. Oh my god! <laughs> so it's like you have to subscribe to Filmcore to watch the edited together bullshit of Silent Hill Ascension. Oh, Silent Hill. That counts as a show. Let's How many start people do you think are, are watching still, it? Still going? Oh, Lord. I, I want to see that number. Does anybody know? Has anyone checked in lately? I hope that someone finds that data. Yeah. Um. I ha- I looked at how to get a refund for the uh, uh, battle pass that, that it ate, that I unwisely I'm purchased as a joke. I'm about to agree with you so hard here. Uh, and it was too much of a pain in the ass to get a refund, so yep. I was just like, fuck it. That's their that's their that's their game. That's the plan because that's their people ploy. know if it's like ten bucks or something. Oh yeah, people will just throw the ten away instead of having to deal with yeah. the insane yeah. hours of hours. Yeah, call this, email this, get a code for this, redeem that, call this back. Yeah, get on, be on hold throughout yeah. for it's like oh my god. My my policy, my refund policy, like for you know for ten twenty bucks whatever you know. Yeah, if it's if like five hundred, I'm like going for. It. I'll do yeah. anything <laughs> to the ends of the earth. But like. Yeah. uh it's it's similar to like uh being somewhere with a man. Never go to a second location, you know? Never go when to a second like, website. When I was like nine years old, my dad teach me about stranger danger. Yeah. Said the most unhinged shit. He's like, Yeah, if anyone wants you to get in the car, tell him to kill you here. <laughs> kill you there. Don't get in the car. Kill me right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh my mom told my sister <laughs> yeah. that similar thing where it's like, um, yeah. Do anything you can to get killed before they do anything else. Yeah. And I was just like, that is fucking intense. It's insane. Skip that. the second location. I skipped that sort of pep talk by being born wrong. But, you know, <laughs> whatever. Now I have to teach myself about sec- stranger danger. <laughs> anyway, that took a dark turn. I was just trying to say. <laughs> How did we get there? <laughs> if going to a second website for a refund happens, I'm like, nah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Woo! All right, anyway. Silent Hill, yeah, Silent Hill is dark. Silent Hill, yeah. I In mean, more ways than one. 
Uh, we talked about it on the podcast, but it's sort of a TV show. But I yeah, Silent Hill. So do I. I bring a bring a roll of toilet paper in here. Silent Hill Ascension is hot garbage. Don't engage with it. Uh, yeah, it's not good. The writing, like even just as a show, if you were to watch it, <clears throat> watch it on Sony Core Film Plus or whatever the hell it's called. Like, it's just poorly written. It's like the the character models are sort of janky. The edits are really bizarre. It seems like stuff is just like missing. It's so weird. Boom! You ready for this chat? <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Shout fire, because people will want to help in a fire. That's Says what I... Lou, bro. I've been taught that as a child as well. Because if you say help uh, or other things, they don't come. But if you say fire, they'll come. Although... Were you telling me a story about somebody yelling fire recently? Robocop Rogue, C- Rogue City did. That's right. He named That's his dog right. Fire, and That's he, was, he right. kept losing his dog, so he's walking around town yelling fire, and everyone was getting mad at him. I cannot believe how funny that game is. That game was good. That is a funny game. It is. Like, this is always... not even part of a sponsored thing, because yeah. we did have a sponsorship when we were streaming it, but like it was actually fun. We always talk about how hard it is to like, do I'm comedy sure over... in a video game. Yeah, I'm sure it overstays its welcome, but like it was, Definitely. It was really good. Definitely. Like it's like it. 20 hours, chat. That's a lot. It's like it, it would. This is part of the set now. This toilet paper roll is staying on the desk. I'm wearing a, a baseball cap. Everything's all fucking topsy-turvy today. All right. Ooh, I uh, almost made the throw. A uh, uh, the, the set got in the way. Yeah, it it would have made it, but it, it got blocked by the set. Uh, I'll pick it up later. Don't worry. Um. All right. So. <laughs> so no no it's not yeah there's just snot and blood and pus everywhere now <laughs> all over the all over the studio uh what else is new you know we got daniel bloodworth in here <laughs> the name caught on because he's so bloody yeah he's bleeding on everything all the time bloody edge bloody <laughs> is that real bloody edge anyway um so yeah we're gonna talk about movies that we watch too young shows anything um, but before we get into that, what have you watched lately? I have a good one. I saw something early last night. Some samurai animes. Samurai Chat. Are you a real gamer? <laughs> Please watch Onimusha. Oh, okay. I thought you were just, in general, <laughs> real gamers watch samurai animes, which is probably true. <laughs> Please watch Onimusha, because... It's important because this series has been dormant for a very long time. Yeah. Even when the remaster came out, like no one no one engaged. No one with cared. It, yeah. No one engaged, which is insane. Like because I always talk about how anytime a game is like re-released now or a new entry comes out, it's always like the fastest selling, the highest selling yeah. and like Capcom is on top again. Everybody loves Onimush or uh, everybody loves Resident Evil. Everybody loves Samurais. Like, it felt like a slam dunk, like it would return, and we would get more remasters and then maybe a new one, and it just didn't happen. It's so. funny It's funny because I think, in a weird way, stuff like the Resident Evil remasters and Final Fantasy VII remaster and Dead Space remaster that, like, go so hard. Yeah, and like do remakes. S- and they remake. Yeah. Yeah. Has it's taken the sheen away from a more traditional remaster? That's a that's or an like a, point. a lower like I can not, see that. not even lower effort, but just like 
a one-to-one. A more one-to-one yeah. remake. Like, yeah, I think it, it makes people be like, ah, eh, it's just the old thing with better graphics, you know? And yeah. like, if it, I wonder, I wonder if Onimusha had gotten the like, full RE2 treatment. If oh it, you my know. god. Onimusha with RE Engine yeah. would destroy my brain. Yeah. Like, imagine the oh gore. My god. Oh the my god. wet gore with yeah. the samurai sword. Like, yeah. are you kidding me? Yeah. It would be incredible. Uh, but Onimusha's fucking awesome. Uh, it, it, it is like the same world as the game, Is it obviously. on Netflix or what's it Netflix, yeah. Oh, okay. Eight episodes, 30, 40 minutes a pop, or 25 to 40 minutes a pop. Nice. And... It's got like seven samurai vibes. Ooh. You got your ragtag group on a mission. Love that. And the animation's really cool. It's because I'm going to compare it to this other one I'm watching, which this other one you're going to be fucking obsessed with. <laughs> uh, Onimusha is like quick, hard hitting, more action based. The characters are really cool, mm-hmm. but it's definitely about like, you know, it's an action adventure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On the other end. Blue Eye Samurai. Blue Eye Samurai. Great title. Holy shit, Blue Eye Samurai. These episodes are like an hour long. Oh. It is about race and gender. Okay. And two it, of my favorite things. It is in like 13 something Japan or 16 something Japan. I'm getting my dates mixed up. Okay. Back in the day, Japan. Yeah. And it starts out by saying, like, yo, Japan closed their borders. If you are not 100% Japanese, you're worse than a dog. Oh, shit. You know, you're okay. treated like trash. Yeah. So it follows this samurai girl who, like, people just call a dude. Like, no one even knows because she's like low profile. You know, got her hat, got her glasses on, blue eye samurai. She wears like glasses that are like orange kind of, so you oh. can't really like see her eyes unless she oh, takes yeah, them off. Yeah, yeah. She's also on a mission. And this this show compared to Onimusha is like this one's way more about like slow burn character drama. Yeah. Dealing with like flashbacks. Really, really good. Also like uh not not so much like a Seven Samurai vibe, but like you know, meeting people along the way, and sure, like bringing them on more like Journey to the West or something. Yeah, like downtrodden people. Like one yeah, of the yeah. early, the very first episode, she meets like a uh, uh, like a sushi cook with no hands. Oh fuck! And like he's like, please let me join you. Like, but the thing so is, that's though, kind of the theme is like kind of the outcast, yes, and outcast and, vibe okay, for sure. Okay, the thing is, Onimusha. Ow. Only mo- like Sorry. for me, anything in that era, I need Japanese. Okay, I, I need I need it. I, it's like hard for me to watch anything. This is not a hang up of mine, but yeah, it is such a big because it's like <laughs> any any historical thing that takes place in any historical location. I need the the language they're speaking there. Yeah, yeah. to like get me even more immersed, and just, I like it just so much more. When but it what is. if what if it's the creator's intent that? That you experience yeah. it in your native language, so that you're it's, not. I'm cool with it. <laughs> I, I've I've become cool with it. I'm fine with it. I just much prefer Japanese. Like Onimusha's yeah. oh, in yeah. Japanese. Sure. N- original is Japanese, and Blue Eyed Samurai is English original. Okay. It's, okay. it's English, and there's not even a Japanese option. That's okay. Yeah, but that's weird. There's like some more. Brenda Song is in there. More famous people. Darren Barnett has been killing it. Freaking. Uh, Gran Turismo and Never Have I Ever, that kid, and Immortals of Avium guy. Yeah, he's in there. Okay. I really like that actor, but yeah. So I wish it was in Japanese, but also it's not like a deal breaker anymore for me. I'm blue just like, whatever. Blue Eye Samurai. Blue Eye Samurai. I think you'll really like it. Blue Eye or Blue Eyed? Blue Eye. 
Blue Eyes, Sam. Yeah, really good choreography and fight scenes. Both of these shows are hard R, nudity, violence, gore. I'm in. Yes, like really (laughs) hardcore. Amazing shows. And they came out within one day of each other on Netflix. Really Crazy. insane. Why yeah. do they do that kind of stuff? I don't know. They're like swallowing each other. Blue Eye Samurai's uh, trending top 10 still. Onimusha got buried. Onimusha, yeah. Onimusha hit the 10 spot on TV, not even overall 10, and for like a day and then it's dropped because mm. no one, the gamers don't care. Gamers. The gamers think they care and they don't. They're a betrayal. You know, yeah. And then a new Onimusha game will come out and everyone will pretend to be a fan. Yeah. Because it's and then not it's trendy buy it. and cool. Yeah. It's like cool. Thanks, yeah. everyone. Like, yeah, please. there's a lot of street cred with Onimusha. <laughs> Just please watch it. It's so sick. I want you to watch fucking Scavengers Reign, dude. I will. Yeah, I'm in an anime Get mood on now. It. I'm in an anime kick. Get on it. Scavengers Reign. I'm gonna talk about Scavengers Reign right now. Do it. It is. I think the last batch of episodes come out today. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it is. So good. It uh it's weird. It's biological. It's like bioweapons? Uh no, they're on a planet. You know what it reminds me of is raised planet. by wolves. Sure, kinda. Except not boring. The um <laughs> and not about Jesus. <laughs> the the planet they're on this weird ass planet and and what I love about it is that it's just like unapologetically bizarre and like it's a whole other ecosystem and everything on the planet is like gross and weird but like they've been there long enough that they like have started to figure out how some of the things go together and like some of the uses for some of the items and stuff like if you cut this thing open and hit the survival gizzard to the a rock it'll glow like a flashlight you know that kind of stuff yeah um it's really really cool hell yeah and it's gross and sad and dark Hell and yeah. grim and just like My oh vibes. i love it i love it so yeah. much and it's a slow burn yeah, you've been hyping this up for weeks yeah sometimes you'll hype something up and then i won't hear about it again but yeah you keep bringing this no i up. i've loved every and yeah. hbo's been doing a thing lately where they've been putting out like it's on hbo max or whatever um they've they've been putting out a few episodes at a time of stuff I love that. like they did it with uh our flag means death Season two stuck the landing. I liked it at the end. Isla, seriously, that is the future, I feel like. That I, is I honestly do. It's like the perfect medium. Because when you drop them all at once, it's shitty. Yeah. It's a great compromise. It's a great compromise. Yes. And like for Scavenger's Reign, it works really well because they've been dropping three at a time. It's awesome. And this has a lot of episodes. Um, I don't know how exactly how many, but they're, the last three are tonight. And it's like perfect because it's like a little one hour and a half movie. Yeah. Like, each week. That's so good. And that's, like, doable. Yeah. You know? Bosch Legacy drops, like, two at once, and it yeah. feels like they're, like, 45 minutes, so it's, yeah. like, an hour and a half. It's like, all right, here's my little movie tonight. And yeah. you need, you need, for this show at least, you need, and for uh, Our Flag Means Death, it, it was smart because it finishes little, like, mini arcs, yeah. you know? Yeah. But keeps you curious. Yeah. And it's, uh, I don't know, I love it. Hell watch yeah. it. You gotta watch it. I will. Scavengers Reign. I got one more that I need to talk about, Isla. Oh, it's going to Toonami and uh, Adult Swim? That's cool. Please. Please watch Gen V. Oh, yeah, I got Please, to. I need Isla. to. Gen V blew me away. Whoa. It blew me away how good it is. Like, more outcast shit, you know? I love that. Like, I, f- I felt like it had the finger on the pulse, for yeah. sure. And... 
it we live in the crossover like cameo nostalgic era i thought it really handled being a boys spinoff yeah like so well it doesn't shove it down your throat it'll just like throw a little thing here in an episode maybe two episodes later it'll throw one other thing it's like so chill never once was i like overwhelmed by like the boys you know crossovers are like needing them like sometimes you watch mcu and you're like but where are these people where are these why are they not like why are they not calling dr strange right now yeah that would make sense yeah yeah so gen v seriously one of the best new shows of 2023 hands down highly recommend see i didn't like the boys i know but I several several gen people v. told me that i like gen v so yes i'll have to give it a gander really good, really good. they uh, they set a date for true dicks four right i think it's in january yeah i'm really excited oh, i'm about so that. excited of oh, the foster i'm so excited uh, foster, i need more things to just be unabashedly gay which i assume this will be you know i don't know if like, is it i mean it's jodie foster yeah. and that other girl and just from the trailer like they seem pretty gay <laughs> and jodie foster's gay i don't watch trailers yeah but i mean I, I this is my segue into uh you all right yeah sorry i saw suck that down too hard don't suck it down so hard <laughs> <laughs> I saw the Marvels last night. Yes. Um, I won't say any spoilers, um, but uh, I thought it was kind of cute. Kinda I don't know. Cute. Better than Ant-Man 3, easily. F- fine TM? Fine TM. Fine TM. It, uh, it's funny. Like, it has, it, yeah. largely due to Miss Marvel, I think she's really charming. She's amazing. Um, fan, Iman, is that her name? I can't remember her name yeah. right now. But um, She's the best. Yeah, she does a great job. Uh, it's... I don't know. It did a cute job of being fun and cute and light. And like some of the action sequences, while a little like cut heavy, like a little edity, they were fun and interesting. You know, Uh, there were definitely, it felt like there were just kind of chunks of the script sort of missing sometimes. Hour 45. They probably cut a bunch. Yeah. But there were just like things where it's just like, what? what? All right. Okay. Whatever. Like, (laughs) why is that on fire? Okay. Whatever. It doesn't doesn't matter. Like, (laughs) whatever. Um, yeah, it does it does what it needs to do and then it gets the fuck out. And That's like cool. That's good. I can't tell if Brie Larson hates every second of it or not. Like, I don't know. Her tank yeah. top looks great. <laughs> uh people on Twitter were actually asking her, like, what bra did you guys use for this? Like, not perving. Seriously, I've been looking forever. And she like answered. <laughs> she was so like, funny. it was kind of a, a hack job of this and this. And everyone was like, Thank you, oh my god. Cause she looks perfect. But like <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> it's a good movie. Uh, I mean, it's a, I mean, it's a fine movie. It's probably gonna get like a sixty, and I mean, it's gonna make zero money. How were and the it's s- gonna kill female-led MCU movies forever. But whatever. How, how were the stakes? They were all right. They were good. I mean, I feel like some character stuff, like they good emotional stakes. Uh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Cool. I think you will like the emotional stakes. Okay, yeah, good, good, good. And then yes or no here. Okay. Yes or just yes or no. As a diehard Nick Fury fan, will I be pleased? Big yes. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. Big yes. Okay. Good. 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 Okay. It, good. It's it's as much a him movie good. as it is a them Secret movie. Invasion. Oh, Secret Invasion ripped sucked my ass. Heart out. Dude. Secret Invasion sucked ass. This it ripped my heart out. It, yeah. Secret Invasion basically just doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, Nick Nick Fury is like 
has probably about as much screen time as they do. Okay. So it's it's Sick. fun. Good. It's fun. Good, good. Anyway. All right. All right. I'm excited. I'm probably going tonight. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm really interested. I'm I mean, always like, day one. I'm always day one yeah. Marvel. Ride or die forever. Like, it's not great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine TM is, is the new- Fine TM. You know? Like we were saying the other day, uh, off off air chat, it was like, you know, phase phase two, phase three era. It's like every time you go to one of these, it's like the expectations are like, yo, this is going to be one of the best blockbusters of the year. Yeah, high expectations. Now every time we see a Marvel movie, it's like, fine, TM, come on, yeah, yeah, be okay. yeah. just be okay. Hoping for yeah. a seven, <laughs> like yeah. hoping hoping for yeah. a six. Yeah, dark, dark, dark. <laughs> Yeah, striving no. for sevens. Indeed. And then Loki finale tonight! Yeah, <laughs> I can't watch it until tomorrow, but <gasps> I'm excited. The, I know you haven't been too hot on it, but, dude, but Loki dude, has been dude. my favorite, fu- like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Loki. I'm serious. It is, like, my favorite the fucking episodes, Marvel show. The episodes written by Eric Martin or whatever alone oh. are really good. So episode two and six or whatever the last one was, mm-hmm. and I think the, tonight's were written by him alone. Yes. Those episodes are very good. The episodes that are him and like two other people are very bad. Yeah, I like when one person writes it. Yeah. More episode focus. three I thought was so bad, but that. mostly because I think Jonathan Majors is a bad actor, but <laughs> at least as Kang. Mm-hmm. Like all his bullshit personal stuff notwithstanding, like yeah. I've never thought he was doing a good job. Like he was, he's at, you catch him acting. He's trying too hard. Chewing that scenery. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, and, and looking for that Emmy. But it would work if I like it. It would work <laughs> if he's if he was if everyone else was doing the same style that he was doing. It would work. But he's he's do, trying to do like Shakespeare in the Park while everyone else is doing MCU. That's funny, you know. And yeah. it's like it might be good if everything else was supporting it, or if the movie was visually and narratively supporting what we're being told mm-hmm. about him. Or how he's acting, because he acts like he's this troubled, sad, like I I do what I have to do kind of a thing. But then the show, the show and the movies don't show that. Yeah, they don't show him doing anything, and they don't give us a reason why he has to do it, quote unquote. And so it's like, and then everyone else is just like, he's the most dangerous thing that's ever happened, and it's like. (sighs) He gets defeated by fucking ants. Hitman and the And he wasp. like literally doesn't kill people when he can. Quantumania Kang was a huge dork. Quantumania Kang uh, was a huge dork. He's he, but that's my point. I actually he's only it. been a comedic loser every time we've seen him, totally. and that can't be how you introduce your villain, unless, unless, as people are starting to theorize now, which might be a course correction due to the real life drama, but I think it would actually make everything better retroactively. Yeah. If, if um, Doctor, it's setting up Doctor Doom as sure. the actual bad guy, and this Kang thing was all like a, a like a smoke screen, yeah, like a double blind, it would be and cool. like he's because Doctor Doom in the comics apparently stunts on Kang all the time. All the time. So like, if Doctor Doom was like using this guy as basically like. A front, like a yeah. clown, like you want to hide behind someone, puppet, yeah, totally. like that would be actually pretty great. It would be cool, and like that he was doing all the smart shit all along, and this guy just thought he was, like mm-hmm. that would be good, and that mm-hmm. would fix, it would retroactively fix like all of my problems. <laughs> totally. <laughs> anyway, um, oh, you kicked that, you pitched that too, hell yeah. Um, anyway, what else have we seen? Anything else? Or should we talk about movies that destroyed our psyches when we were... Yeah, I don't think, uh, <laughs> I don't think anything else. Okay. 
All right. That's it. This month, I'm sure I saw some other crap, but I can't remember. I've been yeah, watching stuff. Same, 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 same. I watched a few, like, what did I watch? I just, I've been, like, just throwing on movies lately. Yeah. But I can't remember. I, th- I threw on uh, Quantumania just the other day. I was Hell like, yeah. I'm going I'm to rewatch this. I like to watch them all multiple times. You yeah. Know? I'd oh, only yeah. seen it once in the theater. Yeah. Same. Um, the only one I haven't seen more than once now is Guardians 3. I got to watch that one more time. Mm-hmm. Um, but fucking Ant-Man and the Wasp, like, come on. Well, how are you beating this this fucking big bad? Come on. It's so lame. Well, and also, like, he and, like, doesn't even, like, uh, he barely even beats him. He just punches him some. The ants, like, beat him. Kang beats himself. So, he that, always beats himself. That's, that's like, I guess, he just what lets, they're going for. His hubris, himself, his overconfidence. Well, but no, but, like, it's not, like, they want us to think it's hubris and overconfidence, but yeah. really it's just idiocy. It is. Like, it's it's choosing not to vaporize people when he can. It's so it's, annoying. It's, yeah. Why? And, like, other versions are just tired from being a billion years old, and they're like, please kill me. But, like, yeah. like that, I get, but, like, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah, it's frustrating. You got to respect those power levels. Yeah. Hey, I actually watched a trailer for the first time in my life. Really? Echo. Dude, that, that trailer, trailer is good. Rips. I had written what that show up. I had written that show up, and then Sophia was like, "Hey, trailer you gotta rips. watch this trailer. Fucking crazy! Yeah, Daredevil's in there. Blinking, you miss yeah. it. TVMA too. The TVA. TV, TVMA mature oh, rating. rating. First, yeah, 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 yeah. first for the show. Yeah, they're like set your shit to TVMA. Yeah, yeah. Hyped on that. Yeah, and it, and it's all released in one day. Yeah, which is weird for Disney. Yeah. But hey, whatever. Desperate times. Desperate times. I I do think that people wouldn't give it a shot otherwise, probably, because of racism and sexism, to some extent. You got to show. Yeah, I mean, they they lean into Kingpin. They know. Yeah, they yeah, know who yeah, they're. Yeah. Yeah. They barely they barely make it seem like Echo's the main character in yeah, the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. But she looks sick. Hey, remember the Daredevil show on Netflix? Yeah. <laughs> watch this. We have the rights to that now. <laughs> Please watch this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Movies we watch too young. I asked our patrons, patreon.com slash um, I asked them, what's a movie you saw way too young? And hey, anything else you want to talk about? Uh, and then I told them that we'd be filming on November 9th, which is right now. Nice. What do you know? We hit it. We only started nine minutes late, too. Had to go to the mall to buy this hat and uh, some other stuff. For Robamiani. Robamiani. We'll see if it works, Chad. I have no idea. All right. Uh, Zach Wojnar. Zach Wojnar wrote a short story here. Zach Wojnar has written in a novella. Yeah, this is a novella. I'm excited about it. Uh, Do I get to go first? Can I go first? Sure, go for it. Um, One of my favorites. Usually you don't go at all. Yeah, I want to go. Oh, I Um, thought you meant reading. No, I want to go. Okay. My... Dearly departed grandmother. Mm. This is one of my favorite memories of her of all time. I'm like seven years old. It's my birthday. What does she get me? A VHS copy of From Dusk Till Dawn. Oh, hell yeah. I'm like <laughs> seven. I'm hell seven yeah. years old. She gets me From Dusk Till Dawn. That's a good that one. That is straight 
up one of my all-time favorite movies. I'm, I've seen From Dust Till Dawn because I had that, you know, when you have a VHS as a kid, oh, you're yeah. watching that thing a hundred times. a thousand times. Yeah, I've seen From Dust Till Dawn like 50 plus times, yeah. no doubt. Yeah. One of my all-time favorites. So I saw... That is definitely one of my earliest, like, hardcore graphic movies ever. I love that one, too. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. also fully think it's one thing and then it's a different <laughs> yeah. thing. I, I showed that movie to my sister... <laughs> And she didn't know anything about it. Yeah. And I was like, hey, let's watch this. It's like a fun crime thing. Yeah. <laughs> just because I wanted to the see. The Gecko Brothers. I just wanted to see her reaction to like the the thing that happens. You yeah. Know? Um, so that. good. I love it What's so up, much. What's up, Gamespiration? Um, thanks for the raid. The, the crotch gun. The crotch gun. God. <laughs> Sex machine. Tom Savini. Sex machine. George Clooney is great in that. He yeah. is the best in that. And Selma Hayek, my goodness. I love when these good, you know, the like good guy Hollywood actor guy plays yeah. like such dark villains. Yeah. Like I think of Tom Cruise and Collateral. Like Tom Cruise needs to play more fucking Dude, villains. Collateral rips. It is one of his all-time best performances. Like lean into that again, Tom. Please give us that again. Yeah, George Clooney is a villain. Yeah. You don't really see it that often. Like, I can't even, th- I can't, nothing's coming to mind. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not the guy you kill. I'm the guy you buy. Michael Clayton. Michael fucking Clayton. 10 out of 10. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Um, <laughs> yeah. The uh, one that I saw like that, my mom came like I was like just hanging out playing with fucking dolls or whatever. My mom comes in and she's like, "Guess what? I taped off HBO." And I've told this before, but I was just like, I was like, "What?" And she was like, "Terminator 2." Hell yes. <laughs> and I had never heard of it. Oh. I'd never heard of Terminator 1. Oh. She, but she was so excited that I was just like, "Yeah!" <laughs> I was like 8, you know. Iconic. So like weirdly the target audience for the marketing of Terminator 2, but definitely yeah. not the target audience of the movie. Uh dude, the the um, nuclear bomb scene fucked me up yeah, as a kid okay. with her skeleton like hanging on the fence, <gasps> dude. Oh. <laughs> Is everyone screaming? <laughs> oh yeah, my mom always had the uncanny ability to come into the room at the worst possible time in a movie. This was when we were teenagers, but like I, I had we had a large house and we had a good home theater system, and so like we were the house that people would come and. And watch movies at, you know? Yeah. And, like, we would constantly, everyone, there would always just be people at my house, like, friends at our house, yeah. just hanging out for, like, days at a time. Um, so we were always the movie house, you know? But my mom had the, like, insane ability to just, like, mystically appear at the Classic most violent or sexual move. moments of a movie. Like, Donnie Brasco, we're watching the whole fucking movie, like no just action. talking, yeah. Yeah. nothing happening, yeah. walks in right at the end when everyone's getting shot to hell, <laughs> yeah. and I'm just like, Mom! Great movie. <laughs> That's a good movie. Holy shit, I love that movie. Um, oh, I'm watching Get Gotti on Netflix. That's a good one. Documentary on how they got Gotti. Gotti. Yeah. Didn't wasn't there a John Travolta movie called Get Gotti? Dude, it's just called Gotti. Oh. It's like a docu movie. Biodrama. Bio, yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunately, I really have to go to the restroom, Isla. So you're on have your fun. own. Have fun. You're on your own. I'll read Zach Wojnar's yeah. novella here. Yeah. Talking about movies we saw too young, and I'm wearing a hat for reasons that will appear. More obvious tonight if everything Not works out. Reasons Not for reasons unknown. We honed in on its we beacon. We honed in on its beacon. <laughs> anyway, we got a fun energy <laughs> today. 
We're all going insane. All right, time to finally talk about the uh, topic of this episode 30 minutes into it. Uh, Zach Wojnar says, In general, I used to get excited when my dad would take me to see an R-rated movie in the cinema because I knew I'd see something, quote-unquote, I wasn't supposed to see. Uh, be it grisly violence, adult themes, or the holy grail of it all, boobs! <laughs> I was a kid, but the movies of my youth always treated me like an adult, and I'll for- be forever grateful for that. A few movies I saw in the theaters when I was too young were Starship Troopers, by mention of which in the previous episode was surely the catalyst for this episode. Uh, yeah. Gladiator, The Patriot, The Frighteners, The Rainmaker by Francis Ford Coppola. Yo, I love Starship Troopers. Great, great little kid watch, Starship Troopers, dude. Because you're not old enough to understand all the satire and like societal commentary, you know, about it. So you're just like, violence and boobs, dude. That's all you need. Um, another big one to which I'll give an extended shout out is Papillion. When I was a boy, my dad showed me this movie because part of it was set in Honduras, my mother's home country. I was unprepared for the amount of grisly death and matter of fact nature of the killings, as well as the depiction of people with leprosy, which my mother said was very realistic. It's not stylized. Um, but it's unrelenting and harrowing in a way a few movies can match. I need to zoom this in. Uh, there we go. That's easier to read. I'm old. <laughs> um, harrowing in a way a few movies can match, at least unless they're directed by William Friedkin. The guillotine scene remains the single most haunting scene in any movie I've ever seen. Uh, it almost feels like a documentary. It was pretty. Sh- I was pretty shook by it, especially since I couldn't remember the name of the film for many years, at least until it was remade in 2017, at which point I had a eureka moment and suddenly remembered this crazy adventure movie from the early 70s that scared the heck out of me. Also, Deep Blue Sea, and I recently got to interview the director, Rennie Harlan, and he was like, oops, sorry. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah... That I mean, Jesus, I haven't seen that, but it sounds intense. <laughs> I saw, I remember I saw Braveheart on a two VHS set in a church while my mom was in a meeting. Uh, she had some kind of like meeting. And so she brought me to the church and I sat there uh, watching Braveheart alone when I was 13. Pretty great. Uh, I have not seen Killers of the Flower Moon yet. I wouldn't be surprised if Huber has, but he's in the bathroom right now. Um, yeah, an interesting church movie. Uh, James M. For movies I saw when I was way too young, these come to mind. Zack Snyder's Dawn Till... Dawn of the Dead uh, remake at around 4th or 5th grade. Carpenter's The Thing plus Alien and Aliens. AVP Requiem at maybe 6th grade with parents and a packed theater. Those are all great. Yeah, I can't remember how old I was when I saw The Thing. Uh, Jeez, probably pretty young. I watched a lot of crazy stuff when I was like 14 and 13. Friends of mine watched Faces of Death around that age and even even teenage me was like yeah i'm not doing this i don't need to because i have i have a very like like visual mind you know and so like i remain haunted by images uh forever yeah i mean i assumed that they're staged 
I did see some things on the internet as a child that I can't unsee. Uh, there's that like knife video and then some like grotesque other ones. Uh, not a fan. <laughs> I can conjure the images of those to this day. I was definitely not. <laughs> uh, that was just back in the days of Kazan LimeWire. You just kind of stumbled into things accidentally as a 10 year old. Yep, I remember that one. <laughs> um, anyway. Glass ass. Jesus Christ. Um, remember the tub one? That was no good. Uh, Tyler Travis, Watership Down. It's an animated movie about bunnies. What could go wrong? My parents probably. Yeah, dude. Some of those... I mean, that's that's an interesting kind of side note to this is like the era that that I grew up in, um, like stuff for kids was just like pretty fucking weird. Like even dark crystal and stuff is just like, man, this is dark and strange. And like these creatures are bizarre and like everything's kind of gross and freaky, you know, like, and like some of those old animations from like the seventies and eighties or sixties, you know, are just so weird. Like the Bakshi um, Lord of the Rings stuff, like Hobbit or whatever, is just like really weird. And like Zubilee Zoo, I'm not aware of. Or like, remember the, I mean, clips of it circulated now. I didn't see it at the time, but like that weird Mark Twain thing where they meet Satan. And it's just like, whoa. <laughs> or like, yeah, the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, like tunnel sequence. Fucking never ending story, dude. Artax! <laughs> like. <laughs> That 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 nothing and the wolf was terrifying. Puff the magic dragon, yeah. Wizards, remember that where they ran out of footage and literally put like documentary footage of like Nazi marches in the background for the bad guys and stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know what Huber's gonna do without the toilet paper in. <laughs> we took the toilet paper in here. Um, oh, the death scene of the first land for poor time. Oh my god, or Bambi, dude, like <laughs> earth shattering like grief as a six-year-old <laughs> like oh my god Ernest scared stupid yes Ernest scared stupid ruined my life for a very long time I still to this day if I'm laying on my side and like the why the, the rest of the bed is behind me I still have that moment where I think I'm gonna like flip over and there's gonna be something in the bed like still st- Shh. still to this day Miak, I bet you didn't think I could get any this time of year. <laughs> I love Jim Varney. I was very upset by his passing as a youth. I put the article on my wall about his death because I was so sad about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Temple of Doom made them invent the PG-13 rating for sure. Anyway, uh, Dave Palace, The Terminator, and Dust Till Dawn. Holy shit, that was ours. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, perfect, perfect two young movies. Oh, the rats of Nim. Yeah, they're so freaky. Yeah, Miak is a real thing, apparently. Because <laughs> he holds it. He's like, Miak. Uh, another big one for me, I've told this before, but like, I was at my friend Dustin's house, and he gave me the choice to watch, because we were home alone, and we could watch an R-rated movie. And it was, for whatever reason, the movies that were, like, available on his Dish subscription or whatever was were 
uh, Money Talks and Event Horizon. And um, boy, I wish I had chosen Money Talks. Because, uh, oh my God. <laughs> Event Horizon literally fucked me up for years. I like couldn't sleep. I was like really scared. Um, close my eyes and just see those like eyeless freaks skinless monstrosities from event horizon oh my god saw that when i was like 13 Whew. wrecked me although i i still to this day love Lawrence fishburne's reaction to seeing the footage of the other crew he just sees like they they, they get there and they see that they finally can like access the computer of the yeah. other ship or whatever and they see all the like crazy footage of them dying and going insane and like eating each other or whatever and then Lawrence Fishburne like the video stops and Lawrence Fishburne just goes we're leaving <laughs> we're leaving <laughs> like, Hell we're yeah. out we're leaving but he's Sam got some ne- sense dude Sam Neill plays a great villain in Sam so many Neill things can be terrifying and mm-hmm. he seems like such a sweetheart totally uh Piggy Blinders he's in that yeah is he like a weird like, he's like mobster a, dude? He's like a PI, I believe he oh, was. Okay. Yeah. God, Mouth of Madness. I was just gonna say that. Mouth of Madness mm-hmm. rips, dude. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. Hell yeah. Uh, carps. The Carps, dude. Johnny Carps, bro. Johnny Carps. There's a there's a uh, nice Bino. There's a guy whose voice lines you can find in Talos Principle Two, and he talks about John Carpenter at one point. That's awesome. Yeah. Johnny Carps. Talos Principle Two, dude. Yeah. I would love to get Johnny Carps and David Lynch and Werner Herzog on this podcast. Oh my God, yes. Right in between us. All three of them. I would have a heart attack and die. (laughs) I have, I've met David Lynch. I told you that, right? That we were all, my, back in film school, we went to like a transcendental meditation thing and he was like mostly wanting to talk about that, but everyone kept asking him about movies. And then I got, we all got a picture with him. And it's a perfect picture because his arm is around me. Yeah. But I'm looking at the wrong camera. That's funny. But everyone else is looking at the correct camera. So it's like, I don't know, it's perfect. That's awesome. That's <laughs> so, awesome. So I've been touched on the shoulder by David Lynch. Heck yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> um, Cold Smith. Oh, hell yeah. I got lots of these. So my mom didn't pay attention to anything I watched and I had a card to Hollywood. And I had a card to Hollywood Video and Hollywood they didn't give a single video. shit. So I was free to traumatize myself. Hollywood video, video, dude. The first one I watched that I definitely shouldn't have, as far as I recall, was Predator. Nice. I saw it in 1994 at the ripe old age of nine. I fucking loved it. Yeah, it freaked me out, but that's why I was so enamored. The next one I remember being like, ooh, I shouldn't watch this, but I will, was Nightmare on Elm Street. That one, oh, followed swiftly by The Exorcist. Yeah, I watched I watched The Exorcist. As a kid, I was wise enough. I knew. I think I said this last time, but I was wise enough that I was like, I'm already terrified of not being able to fall asleep. I'm not going to w- subject myself to sure. Nightmare on Elm Street. I've sure. still never seen any of them except for Freddy vs. Jason. Love Freddy vs. Jason. <laughs> I love that movie. I saw fun. that on my birthday when it came out. I, I saw can't... it in theaters. Yeah. yeah. It was the first time I saw a Nightmare or anything, and it was in theaters. I had so. a poster of it in my room. It was like, <laughs> that was my dream. That was like my fucking Avengers Endgame when I was a kid. <laughs> like, Freddy vs. Jason. I mean, Let's it worked. Go. Uh, and ever since I have kept that ball rolling, I think, all told, from ages 10 to 18, I saw everything I shouldn't have. Species, yep. Wild Thing, yep. The, sh- the Fly, yep. Starship Troopers, yep. The Crow, yep. Blade, yep. Interview the Vampire, yep. I watched all of those as Same, like a 13-year-old. Yeah. Loved them. I rewatched Species the other day. You told me. Fast forwarded through 
lots of it, but oh yeah. man, that movie sucks. <laughs> I bet it's, so bad. it's not even hot either. I bet it's so boring. And also, I was—I think I talked about this last month on this this fucking thing. I how are you Whitaker. not meant to be on her side? The movie yeah, the yeah, movie yeah. thinks you're not going to be on her side, totally. and the whole time I'm like, she's the victim. Yeah, percent. I am fully on Sill's side. <laughs> yeah. I'm still upset about it. Uh, like when they're all like fucking. <laughs> I'm an empath, so I can see into the past and the yeah, future and the read fuck? minds. God, Lawrence Fishburne in that is ridiculous. Or uh, Forrest Whitaker, I mean. Yeah. Um, uh, the only one I really regretted as a kid was Pet Cemetery. That movie freaked me right up. Zelda was a core nightmare I had for years. Uh, the ones I regret. The ones I regret seeing too young. Let's I think. only regret Unsolved Mysteries as a kid. That's it. That is a bizarre number from another country or something. Um, I definitely regret seeing It, the TV thing, as a kid. Mm-hmm. That fucked me up. Hell yeah. I definitely regret, obviously, Event Horizon. Uh, I saw Kids when I was like 13. Love Kids. I mean, sure. Uh, <laughs> but it's like, like a fucked up movie. But like, uh, when you're like just starting to understand sexuality, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. when you're being like tortured by the wrong hormones. Like watching kids is a choice. That's a choice. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, I saw I saw the crow and I lo- fucking loved it. Blade species, all those wild things. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Oh, I saw. Um, Don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood mm-hmm. at my friend Aaron's house. And that kind of, I felt pretty guilty for watching that because I was like still like, I don't know, young under the influence of religion at that point in my life. Oh, okay. So I felt pretty <laughs> bad about it, but then I was just torturing myself for no reason. Uh, Dark Half, hello allies. Nowadays I'm a big fan of Lynch, but when I saw Blue Velvet like 16 years old or so, it felt like the most boring nonsense I'd ever watched. Like 15 years later, this is the other side of things, like yeah. seeing something too young to understand it. Totally. Yeah. Like 15 years later when going over the whole filmography, I felt completely mind blown about how uh, it captures his unsettling and borderline sick vibe behind the complete normalcy. And one of the best beginnings of a movie of all time, I think. Blue Velvet. Blue Velvet. Like, it's all the, like... I have seen like, it so long, since college. It starts with, like, super saccharine, like, there's fucking, like, silk on the lens, like, bloomy, like, just shots of, like, perfect urban suburbia. Like, yeah. everything is amazing. And then the camera just keeps going down into the ground, and then it's just bugs and insane noises, and then oh, it just cuts yeah. to the story. Yeah, 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 And yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm picking up what you're putting down, David Lynch. I remember hating Eraserhead. I saw that too. I young. saw that. I was like so boring. Yeah, I saw that when I was like 14 or 15 yeah. and I was like I was like what's the, I'm sure this is yeah. something. <laughs> I'm like what is this? Yeah. Um Oh yeah, Tales from the Crypt, Languishing in Legal Hell for sure. Um So annoying. And a shameless plug of a loud sure. Uh this is Dark Half. Uh we have a cinema podcast with over 200 episodes called Gay Bros. Uh, gay bros go to dive bars to talk <laughs> about cinema. Love that. In most podcast platforms, where we go to dive bars and talk about cinema. Nice. How do you avoid uh, music copyright yeah, from that. background music? Yeah. Anyway, that sounds like a great uh, podcast to me. Check that podcast out, everybody. Yeah. Gay bros go to dive bars to talk about cinema. <laughs> Love that name. Um, I've told this story a hundred times. This has to do with this next uh, comment. 
Should I saw we tell all the these, story or read the comment first? Well, I saw all these fucked up movies. Yeah. It's so fucked up. I saw Jade. I saw fucking yeah, yeah. From Dust Till Dawn and everything. For whatever reason, mom wouldn't let me go see Jurassic Park in the theater. Yeah. Bizarre. I, I Opposite, my dad Complete. My dad took me to see it when I was eight and it like fucking changed my life. Yeah. I was like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Hell Because yeah. it was PG-13. Yeah. It makes no sense. And back then I was like, oh. Yeah. Like nowadays I feel like parents, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't the the parents of of that I'm friends with that have children their kids are like, you know, two so yeah. it's like that's not an issue yet yeah so I don't know if they're gonna like if PG thirteen is fine also I feel like oh, PG- I'm showing my kid Alien when they're like six <laughs> let's go maybe eight seven meet you in the middle all right all right <laughs> I'll give you seven <laughs> all right um <laughs> what are we talking about uh. Uh, GBZMR, Gamora 2 Podcast, Zamora 2 Podcast, sorry. My dad took me to Jurassic Park in theaters in 93 when I was seven years old. Very similar. Uh, We lived in a wooded area, and I had legit nightmares of raptors and T-Rexes being outside our house for literally years. So maybe my mom saved me. To this day, I am still kind of annoyed. He selfishly dragged us to that (laughs) one and literally traumatized me. Luckily, I had to be able to watch them years later. And luckily I was able to watch them years later and still enjoyed them. So it didn't ruin the movies for me. I, uh, GB, I had a very similar dream. One of the most uh, vivid dreams I can recall of my youth. I was sitting in a chair in our living room and we had like um, these, like the whole wall was windows looking out on the hill behind our house, like into the river valley. And like, so it's three big, huge windows and then like some, some curved windows up top, right? So it's like a giant two-story wall of windows, basically. And so, uh, and it was on the second, that's on, the living room was on the second floor. It was on the first floor in the front of the house, but the second floor in the back of the house because it, it. it was built into a hill. Yeah. Um, and I had this dream where I was just sitting there and it was nighttime and then a T-Rex walked up to the windows, like by the windows, just like in the, the car and like looked in and like was looking at me. And I remember just like being frozen with fear and the dream was just like me and this T-Rex staring each other down and I was trying not to move. And it was really scary, but I was also kind of just like, this is great. <laughs> like, I was like, this is sick. It's a dinosaur. It's a dinosaur right here. And I mean, it felt so real. I thought it was real. Like when I woke up, That's I was like, did that happen? Shit. I was like, was that real? Um, you had the same T-Rex nightmare after Jurassic Park 2? Yeah, because that basically happens in Jurassic Park 2. Um, Raymond Wheeler III says heavy metal. Oh, man. Heavy metal, dude. Heavy metal. Heavy metal, dude. Ah, oh, what what teenage kid who's interested in women didn't rent heavy metal from the VHS store? I probably picked up that VHS box every single oh, time. Oh my god! Like on the fucking like Griffin. Oh my god! <laughs> and she's looking so hot. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, heavy metal. Yeah. Dude, Ninja Scroll fucked me up. I saw that first ever anime I ever saw Akira was fucking mine. Ninja Scroll. That's sick. Uh, Ninja Scroll is not kind to women, I would say. I don't remember it. The demon, like, guy picks up a lady and, like, mm. Like, uh, Berserk. Berserk? Yeah. Dude, I saw Berserk, I saw Berserk, like, eight years ago, and, like, the whole third movie, I was just like, oh, what? (laughs) Yeah. I, I read the first couple of books, and I had to stop it. It was just too... 
too violent the, against sexual violence. Well, I heard the too new, much of it. New, the newer and old now, but I heard the show wasn't very good. Yeah, the anime. Yeah, so uh, yeah, yeah. I, I want that. like a legit. I heard that too. Just watch the Golden Arc three then, movies. But then when that third movie ends, it's like I want, I want more. What yeah. happens next? You know, it's also so weird. And then someone in chat's gonna be like, "Read the manga, Hubert. Read the manga." <laughs> I mean, I was trying to read the manga. It was too too graphically <laughs> violent in certain ways. Um, trying not to say the word that bothered me, but you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Um, but which obviously the movies have too, and like whatever, and it's awful, and like yeah. it doesn't seem to be. De- I. The the problem was I wasn't sure if it was depicting it as bad or if it was just like oh, I mean this the is villain up. does it yeah it's always the yeah. yeah um but the golden egg the golden age arc uh just seems like a more logical way to start Berserk too definitely great intro yeah or like great entry point because like the manga starts and everything's all crazy and like. I watched the movies without knowing anything about it. Yeah. Like, nothing about it. And so, like, I was just like, oh, cool. We're, like, medieval, like, whatever. And then, like, the first time, like, a beast shows up, I was like, oh, what the fuck? Okay, there's, like, supernatural shit going on. Okay. Yeah. It was, like, the perfect onboard. And, like, the way that those three movies go, it's yeah. just, like, it gets the most insane Unhinged. of anything I've ever seen. Dude, Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust, yes! Super. I love Vampire Hunter D and Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust. I was talking about that with some friends of mine. We want to have an anime rewatch of those. I love those. Hell yeah. Remember that the the character that like is no, super I do not. Oh, there's a character in in <laughs> 2 there's a there are characters that are vampire, I've only seen bits and pieces vampire of hunters. Oh, they're really good. They're vampire hunter characters in the second one and they travel in like a cool wagon and have all these weapons and stuff. But there's there's one character that's in the back of the wagon who's like so decrepit and they can't like move or they can't do anything. They look yeah. all shriveled up. But then, like... They get some blood. Well, no, but then later on, they... No, they're they're not a vampire, oh, I don't think. Um, they, like, call in their, like, secret weapon, and it's that person astral projecting, and, like, Dope. they astral project through creatures, and they just, like, burn to death. Like, love it kills that. everything what they touch. But And, like, what I love about it is, like... Some in, shit. In their astral projection form, they're so happy. They're smiling. They're, like, overjoyed, That's right? Awesome. But it's also killing them to do it. Yeah. Like... Because it saps their life force every time they do it. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. like fucking such a cool That's like super premise. Cool. That's super so cool. intense. Anyway, uh, oh, sh- oh fucking a, my Amavox Ninja I Scroll. I don't right? know what's going on, Zorgo. Yeah, my huh? shoulder, my shoulder is like fucking in pain. I don't. What's know your what right shoulder? Are you having a heart attack? That's your left shoulder usually. Left is a stroke. Uh, heart attack heart for attack? men. It's okay. usually left. Yeah. Left arm goes numb or whatever feels. Yeah, I don't know. It just started hurting a lot. Not always, but I'm alright. I woke up with like a headache. I'm a mess today. Yeah, I woke up with a headache too. Yeah, I popped some Advil when I got here. Yeah, I didn't know there was a U in ibuprofen. So is it ibu? It's like yeah, it's like ibuprofen. Ibuprofen. I never knew that until I looked at the, put the bottle. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? just now. <laughs> just <laughs> like, happened yeah. moments ago. Moments ago. Yeah, I think technically. Berenstain Bears situation. Ibuprofen. Because <laughs> yeah. in uh, in Norway they call it ebooks. I b u x. But, um, yeah. I like that. Conscience. Dude, the one that fucked me up, my birthday is in February. My entire life, I've been saying February. 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 There's an extra R in there. What the fuck? <laughs> What's I say going on? Coupon. Coupon. Instead of coupon. That, that's discretionary, I think. That okay, both are okay. acceptable. Okay. It's also probably regional. I say aunt. Aunt. So does uh, so does uh, the girl in uh, the, the Marvels? Ta- the girl with the dragon tattoo. Does she say aunt? No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where my, my mind went there. <laughs> um. Yo, you know what comes out tonight at midnight? 
What? Speaking of My Michael son. Mann. Oh. The killer. Dude. Tonight. That's not that's Fincher. Fincher, sorry. Yeah. Yes. Michael Mann has something coming out I was thinking out too, of collateral though. vibes. I was just, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. just on that collateral train Dude, right now. Dude. Yeah, I'm excited for the that. The Finch is I back. I kind of I kind of want to see it in theaters, but at the same time like, eh. <laughs> yeah. It sucks. I mean, if they're releasing it like this, so be it. Critters and Titans, yeah. let's go. I mean, it's been out in theaters for like a week and a half. Only in the LA area. Yeah, that's true. But we live in the LA area. So we're fake fans. We're fake, fake Finch fans. fans. Sorry, Finch. We fucked you, Finch. You bring that Mindhunter back, though. We fucked the Finch. I will bend the knee. I will kiss the ground you walk on. I really like... Oh, Michael Mann is Ferrari. That's right. Thanks, Ferrari. Claire, Claire what do you think of this hat? <laughs> I value your opinion. What's the retail it. on one of those? Ferrari. More than you could afford, pal. <laughs> Are Ferraris all that expensive? Yes. How expensive is a Ferrari? The minimum is like multiple hundreds of thousands. Really? Of yeah. Huh. Yeah. I thought Ferraris are like mid. Yeah. What am I thinking? I'm thinking of Corvettes. Yeah. Corvette you could probably get for like That's 80 like, yeah, 60. plus. 80 plus probably. 80? On a Corvette? Corvette? Yeah. Corvettes are expensive as hell. It's a race car. I'm Googling this. Google it right now. <laughs> I'm Googling it. Google it right now. Corvettes are nuts. Wait, I gotta. I have to. Go I'm not into, a fan of Corvettes, but they're no. Nuts. I think they're kind of ugly. I have to go into a uh, incognito tab, or I'll be getting fucking car ads for months. Yeah, look out. Corvette. You have an incognito tab. So do you. Google has incognito tabs. You do it. Okay, so 2024 Chevrolet Corvette, 77. Yeah. Yeah. I know my cars. I I believe you. Don't question me. I believe you. <laughs> the only car I would ever spend. Like, 100 G's on plus would be an Aston Martin. I really like Aston Martin. So clean. Love Aston Martin. Holy fuck. Yeah, Ferraris are crazy. Yeah, okay. dude, the Enzo is like a million dollars. Yeah. The Enzo Ferrari. Yeah, this one's $243,000. Yeah. Insane. Fucking Christ. They're insane. I didn't realize they were that Anytime you see one, anytime I see one on the road, I'm just like, what does that person do? MSRP four hundred and twenty nine thousand. Like, imagine being able to just like spend that on a Christ. vehicle, on a car. Yeah. It is, it is insane. And you, and you have, it like, is the most unhinged, insane thing of all time. Well, and also you this like, person is like driving more than a house just like yeah, by you. Yeah, and, which also depreciated by like crazy. At least, I mean, I don't know how much a Ferrari depreciates, but like most cars, like take them off the lot, it's like ha- worth half as much. Yeah. Or like yeah. 60, 70 percent as much, yeah. you know. It goes way down, and if somehow it becomes a collector's yeah, car, then it goes then way like back. Fucking up, yeah. Ferris Bueller. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like the cars that you and I are buying are not are not going to become collector's items. No, even though I love my car. I love my car, Honda Civics for life. I used to have a Honda Civic. Love Civics. Uh what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> thanks for thanks. Um. Oh yeah, you knew I didn't look at the. the I yeah, this I don't makes love you hats. Like TP a house. I I almost threw it at you like twice already. Uh, <laughs> um, Ammo Fox, ironically, Ninja Scroll, anime of the '90s was crazy. My parents had no idea what they were letting us rent. My older brother yeah. was a bad influence. It's so good. Akira is is you know I watched it in my friend's van when we were in elementary school. <laughs> of course you did. Yeah, and it I I didn't know. That animated things could be adult. Oh yeah, I didn't know. Ninja Scroll taught me that. I had no idea. Yeah, I, I was saw like, this is a cartoon a it's for kids. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, what the hell? There, thank Sick you, as shit of all time. Thank you, Japan, for teaching us that. Yeah. Like, yeah, Ninja Scrolls was mine. 
um, Yo, ninja, all this scroll. ninja all this ninja scroll talk. Uh, there's a show on Netflix called Onimusha. <laughs> um, it's an anime. Ghost in the Shell, dude, hot, <laughs> hot. Oh, yeah. Ghost in the Shell was another one when I was too young. Yeah, because it's all of us. No, because it's slow paced. Oh yeah, it was it was boring but sexy, and that yeah. was a very confusing mm-hmm. thing for me as a kid. Oh yeah, now it's like yo, let me get yeah. into that character. Shit, Love dude. the theme song. Yes, Onimusha is amazing. That Not Japanese the Scarlet Johansson. Please, please watch. Just watch uh, the first one. Watch the first episode, and, and you can bail out if you think it's terrible. DM me. The major dude. <laughs> Sphere Hunter kind of has major haircut. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. She pulls that off. I wish I could pull off the like, whoosh, like, like short bob, like forward slant, like the short bob, like mirror's edge haircut. I always thought that was such a cool hairstyle. My hair is too floofy and wavy, which I also love, and it's just a different vibe. Yeah, I got Disney princess curls, and I'm gonna stick with them. Hell yeah! <laughs> but I can't do the major, you know, Susie hair. I can't do it. Oh, she did base her hair literally on the major. Okay, I mean same. Yeah. Uh. You're okay. Am I having a stroke? Oh yeah, what's wrong with you? I'm you're a like mess today. I'm just your sore. body hurts. What's my going body on? hurts. My brain hurts. Let's diagnose the symptoms right here live. My on. emotions don't hurt today, which is nice. You seem like you're in great spirits. Yeah, good you, spirits you today. Have, you're bolstering my spirits. You, li- you lift me up. I get to see an MCU movie. You are the wind beneath my wings, Huber. <laughs> you are the wind beneath <laughs> my wings. <laughs> Why is this podcast not more popular? We're very fun. Yeah, what the heck. <laughs> Watch this podcast, people Watch that aren't watching. <laughs> I think that we're great and that you're all great who are watching and listening to us. I know a podcaster is not typically supposed to say the things I'm saying right now. This is a great topic, Isla. What? Movies you watch too young. Oh, yeah. It's fun. Thank you, you know, to our viewers for coming up with this topic last month while we were doing this podcast. Two stories I've told numerous times that have to do with this that are so Tell them so again fun. longer and in more detail than normal. Sitting in my room, probably playing Resident Evil. Hell yeah. My dad jump scares me, busts into the room, <laughs> says, you got to watch this. Cues up Queen Alien. Ripping. <laughs> Bishop in half. Wait, had you seen Aliens? No, that was so my origin. Just, and it's my favorite movie of all time. You. Yeah. Spoilers. My dad doesn't give a fuck about what spoilers. Yeah. He's like, you gotta see this. He just walks into yeah. your room with a VHS. No, so it was on TV. It was on TV. We had like oh. HBO at the time or some shit. And he like could rewind yeah. it? No, TiVo? it was because it was coming. It was up. just he happening. Knew. He knew. Oh, because he coming. knew. Yeah. Okay, okay. He okay. knew. It's like, check it out. Aliens is perfect. It's a perfect film. It's the greatest film ever made. Nothing will change my mind. I because it has that. the it has the 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 thing where it is locked. It's like Resident Evil Two, where it's just like locked into your favorite thing of all time, and it can never be changed because yeah. it's the origins when you're a kid. Yeah, it has the nostalgia. Yeah, and to this day, it still holds up. Right. Yeah, as, it's as actually good. Exactly. You were right as yeah. a child. So yeah. it's like it, you can't beat that. Because a lot of times as you a child, you're it. just fucking wrong. Because children yeah. don't know what the hell you're like, talking about. Yo, this movie about. like sucks now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you watch the Goonies again now, and you're like, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's still fun, mm-hmm. especially if you have the nostalgia. You know, I still yeah. love the Goonies, but you're like, all right, you know, yeah, th- yeah all right. <laughs> and then the next one, also too young. My dad showed me Pulp Fiction. But for that one, for Pulp Fiction, because it's so hardcore, yeah, he watched it with me. 
Okay. He's like, we're going to watch it together. And okay. we, had, we had the VHS. Yeah. And we watched it over like two or three nights. We had watched some. Do you remember, you remember, do you remember like parents covering your eyes? Remember? Like did there, did your parents ever do that? Once or twice. Once or Maybe twice. Maybe he fast forwarded a scene. Maybe, but I don't think so. Once or twice my parents would just be like, uh. Yeah. Because <laughs> my mom was always there to be like. Just as long as you know it's in the movies and yeah, not real life. Not real this life. is all fake. Yeah. You know, this cameraman, they're filming yeah. this. It's a yeah. movie. Like, all the time my mom was there driving it home. And then my dad was the other side where he would just, like, relish in the absurdity of things. You yeah. know, like, the queen ripping it in, ha- him in half is just, like, absurd and insane. And he would, like, laugh right. about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's just, like, it was a really good balance for me to know that it was just fake and fun. And that's yeah. why I love it so much because, like... A lot of it was just my dad just like having such a good time and always laughing at that stuff. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's as, as uh, Almir in chat right now says like that most parents, especially American parents, I don't know where you're from, but like this is true of American parents that they're more concerned about sex than violence. Yeah. And so like, America. Yeah. For which sure. Is, which is so strange to me because it's like thinking back of the things that fucked me up. There was a good mix of, of both violent stuff and sexual stuff, but it was always sexual violence that yeah. fucked me up. I mean, that's like normal, even as a normal, no, even person. as an adult, that's the stuff that bothers me. Yeah. But like, it was stuff like infidelity or like more violent stuff, like that would fuck me up as a kid. And like, that was the stuff I didn't have. Like, I, I had wished that an adult would, like, have explained that stuff to me because it was, like, I yeah. didn't have the language or the roadmap to, like, navigate that for myself. Yeah. Even as, like, a teenager, like, watching Straw Dogs just, like, fucked me up yeah. when I was, like, 14 because I didn't have the the way to handle Process it. it. Yeah. It was, what is even... And I was just, like, I was just, like, she she's calling out to that guy. Like, what the fuck is happening? Like, what's going on? Like, you know, and it was, yeah. like, too complicated for my little kid brain to deal with, you know? Sure. And, like, that's the kind of stuff that I kind of wish that adults... Yeah. ...could have been, like, yeah, there's a complicated dynamic happening here. Like, you shouldn't have seen this, but, like, yeah. uh, now that you have, like, let's talk about Great it. Great point. Um, but, like, yeah... Oh, yeah, the witches with Freaky. I don't know. How do you... Because I do... Honestly, I do think that... Like, we're all talking about things that we saw, quote-unquote, too young or whatever. But I honestly do think that this is part of growing up and it's an important part of, like, human development to, like, test your boundaries and explore yeah, and, like... Totally. Go too far sometimes. Like, see a, a movie that's too scary yep. and then have to, like, learn to... To confront that, like 100%. I do think that that's part of like the human experience. I agree, and and yeah, maybe an important so well part. Said. So well said, yeah, yeah. And you just gotta have someone older, someone wiser to yeah. also like explain it. Yeah, you know, it is. Yeah. It, there is a lot of, you know, when the whole like violence in video games and violence in movies right. things happened, it's like, you know, it, there's no like blanket rule on it all. It's yeah. like it, it case to case. You need someone to. Maybe walk you through it. Like when my dad sat down, when we watched Wolf Fiction, yeah. my dad was there with me explaining it all. Yeah. Like, it's like, yo, it's a movie. Yeah. Just, and like, these are bad people. This person shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And like the, the times I think of movies that like messed me up is when I didn't have yeah. anyone when to, you would sneak to it. process it with 100%. me. 100%. Yeah. Or not even sneak it. Like, after I was, like, 13, like, my parents kind of just trusted that I wasn't getting into trouble. Because I wasn't. I wasn't getting into, like, drinking or drugs or crime or anything necessarily, you know? Yeah. Uh, But, like, 
so they kind of just trusted me and I started I was able to just do whatever I wanted so like yeah. we, we were kind of just down like to the hanging Hollywood out video, get yeah whatever you exactly want. like go to video <laughs> vault and just rent you know what have species for the fourth time you know <laughs> species god species is so bad Ah, <laughs> uh, Syl was right justice for Syl yeah does she come back in the next one um I don't know if Natasha person? Natasha Henstridge or whatever yeah. was back for the other ones. I don't even think it's the same character. Because she, she had, like, kids, sort yeah. of. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the later movies just leaned more into what the teenagers wanted them to be anyway. It it's just, just so insane how impressionable that movie was when I was a kid. Because Holy I can shit. see her in oh. the glass yeah. cage in the beginning. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Uh, and I'm, like, watching her. Yeah. And then I remember, like, the tunnels at the end. Yeah. The tunnels. Yeah. I remember a train. Yeah. You remember that movie very well. Yeah. All those things happen. Insane. I remember the hot tub. I remember the hot tub. I remember the, the shower. Hot tub sex scene. I remember, yeah, I remember yeah. the, yeah. It was um, insane. What the hell? Species got your dad in so much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Rinder, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I think there was some species and some other stuff where it was like, that was a dad call, and then mm. mom was like, hey, "What the what the hell what is, this? What is here, this?" Yeah. Well, they didn't watch it with me. They would just like rent yeah. it for me or like yeah. whatever. Like, what is, and what like we doing? had, we had we had TV, like we had cable, you know. And I was just always watching TV. I had four TVs in my room and a yeah. computer in my room. Like I had access to everything. Damn. And like my my mom like found you know some some nudity on my computer oh, when i was like a teenager and my dad was just like yeah what do you expect <laughs> got a got a got a computer in the room like what, what do you think they're doing in there like <laughs> and i was like thanks dad <laughs> 56k oh god where images would come in like a line at a time yep we had dsl at, at a certain point and i was just like woo wow then it was just like little quicker lines at a time. Yeah. <laughs> Those were the days. All right. Good um, Good holy times. shit. We've been going really slow on these. Um, so we're going to go into hyper fast mode because we do have another stream coming up here in a minute. Um, Noah Torjesen says, I remember my dad would buy me a ticket to a movie and then he would go see a movie himself because he didn't want to watch a kid's movie. He'd always tell me, where he was, and so when my movie finished, I'd go find him. I was seven or eight when the Born Identity can't love the Born Identity. Heck yeah. uh, came out, and I remember going it's to find splashy. him. The, the little tires are a bit splashy. I remember going to find him in the theater after whatever movie I had seen was. Uh, he tried to cover my eyes during the fight sequences. Incredibly innocent of him, as that movie's PG thirteen. But I remember thinking he must be. I must be watching something so wild for him to be doing that. Yeah, I feel like it would almost make it worse because Born Identity, I would say, is pretty tame. Yeah, but like. Your mind is going to fill it in, like, way worse. Yeah. People are getting The killed. Jaws effect. Yo, Clive Owen in that movie. Clive Owen doesn't so speak a sick. word, I think. Does he say anything when he gets shot? I don't he think he says shot? a single word. Fucking awesome. Was he, so like... Sick. He wasn't known at that time, or was he that was just... He was smaller. Like, he had but done, he was like, known. croupier and stuff Okay, before, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. It's fucking great. So also, sick. top ten improvised weapons... Books. The book. Is that in <laughs> two, that's in two. two or three? That's in two, I think. Like, because he, he jumps through the fucking window oh, and like God. they Are have sure a fight. Three? Are you sure that's not three? I'm pretty sure it's two, okay. but it might be three. Three. The book. It might be three because oh, the they're book. in the apartment and uh, Julia Stiles is there. 
Fuck. But I remember, so sick. I remember the office scenes because three's green grass again because he's fucking green grass and all he over the place. He did all of them, right? No, the second one was directed by somebody else. I think. Whoa. I think, or That's the what? first one was directed by somebody else. There's some change-ups. Yeah. There's some change-ups. I think maybe, yeah. In there, I don't recall exactly what. I'm caught up. I've seen them all, even the Renner one and the newer Born one. Did I? I don't know if I saw the newest. The newer newest one was a bummer. Yeah, it was. A was bummer. the newest one just called Born? Like Creed? Jason Born, I think. Jason Born. I don't yeah. know if I saw that Ugh. one. It wasn't terrible. It I was saw the Born Legacy with Renner. With Renner and Vice. Rachel wasn't Vice. she in it? Maybe. Oh, Rachel Vice. A rare moment if I've forgotten a movie that Rachel. Vice oh was my in. god, she's the best. Are you Treadstone? <laughs> Treadstone. <laughs> Treadstone, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah, the original three, though, fucking A, I love it. 10 them. out of 10. 10 out of 10. Yeah, 100%. 9 out of 10, at least. At least. The first one isn't 10 out of 10. And the 10 third one, and I the, love. Yeah, third I love the third Which one, one has the book to the throat? It's got to be the third one. They're all good. Yeah. Fucking Born Identity tonight. Hell yeah, what's her name, too? Joan Allen. Right? Joan uh, Allen. I know the girl from Run, Lola, Run so is in good. the first one. Joan Allen oh, Joan is Allen the, is the, the, the yeah. She's like the well. She's she works at Treadstone. Anti-hero. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, she that goes back and forth. You never gray. know. Morally you never gray. know. And then uh, Ashford, dude. Franca Potente. David Strahan. That's, right. That's who the girl is. The love interest is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, oh, brutal in two. So. Ah! It's so good. Franca get some, Potente. Get some rest, Pam. You hate. You look Franca tired. Potente? It's so good. Get some rest, Pam. You look tired. Oh my God. <laughs> never say that to a woman. <laughs> Does he say that to... Um, to her, to Joan Allen. To Joan Allen, yeah. yeah. So if you're trying to insult her, then yes. He, he was trying to burn her, yeah. He burns everyone so hard. Oh, my God. It's just so... It's Born Identity has the perfect, like, righteous violence. Yes! Because you know he's just, like, trying to fucking live. He wants to be left like, alone. Like, all he wants is yeah. to be left the fuck alone. Leave me alone. And, yeah. like, but they can't because he knows to... They, they don't know what he knows, you yeah. know? So it's just, like... Ah, so good. Phenomenal. <laughs> God, I was obsessed with those for so long. I think it's time for a rewatch. Holy shit. I love spy shit. Yep. I got, I'm rewatching them. That's it, chat. You've inspired me. High five. Yep, I'm rewatching them. Born Identity tonight, yeah. dude. Maybe not tonight. Maybe but not tonight. Very, but soon. very soon. And for I will, the rest of your life. Yeah, I'm watching those. I got to finish Tales Principle 2. Born Identity's free on Prime nice. Video. Yo, does it have Watch Party? Perfect. <laughs> 12 movies tonight. <laughs> We're having Curry and watching the Born Identity, <laughs> Sophia. Oh, Saddle up. So good. <laughs> um, Re- Dude, the best righteous violence. Put that on the fucking back of the box. <laughs> the be- top Holy 10 righteous shit. violence. The Born <laughs> Identity. Holy shit. Casey says, if Damiani's listening, close your ears. Uh, if you like cats, close your ears. Philidae, a cartoon about serial cat murder. Oh, no. Ugh. No. 10 years old, my father saw it in the program guide and cl- didn't read the synopsis. <laughs> Recommended it because it was a cartoon. Jeez, that sounds intense. Yeah, Watership Down yeah, also. No thanks. Eric Kenyon, Nightmare on Elm Street. Fuck yeah, yeah, Jesus Christ. I mean, that's why I love Friday the 13th. Return of the Living Dead The also. most is because I saw it when I was so young. Well, that one to me is like... I just love it. I've always been able to handle mm-hmm. fri- your Fridays the 13th, your Halloweens. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, they get nebulously supernatural later on, but like, it's just a fucking guy. Yeah. Like, just... Go somewhere else. Yeah, and, well, it's <laughs> don't Fred, go to Camp Crystal Lake. Exactly. Friday the 13th is like, oh, if I don't go to Crystal Lake, I'm fine. 
What are these poor saps doing there? Or later, or later in the series, don't go to space, yeah. or hell, or yeah. Manhattan, <laughs> or a boat. Don't be on a boat. Yeah, just stay the hell out of Camp Crystal Lake. Stay off so a good. boat that's on a lake going to Manhattan somehow. Yeah. Um, you live in your choosy where Crystal Lake is. Oh, oh no. no, you're gonna die, Uzi. Um. Colin Luton, I'm exposing myself here because I was a sensitive kid growing up and my parents were very careful to only show me age-appropriate movies. To this day, I don't know if I was sheltered because I was sensitive or if I was sensitive because I was sheltered. That's the question, isn't it? Uh, As a result, I have a handful of stories about being picked up from the school event because I got freaked out by the violence in a movie we were watching. Movies included The Matrix, Monty Python's Holy Grail, and The Princess Bride. Why were you watching The Matrix at school? That's an R-rated film. Yeah, what the Love The Princess Bride. I was around 10 or 12 when I saw these. Fast forward to today, and these are some of my favorite movies of all time. I guess I... uh, It just goes to show that truly too young for them at that age. Uh, I still struggle with the ultraviolence in certain genres like war movies and horror movies. I wonder how old I'll have to be to get through Saw. Sometimes you don't have to, you know? I I definitely saw Clockwork Orange too young. Yeah. Wow, I was 10 years old. I was 10 years old watching Oz. The prison show, HBO 10. Oh, wow. 10 years old. Yeah. Way too hardcore. Way too hardcore for a 10-year-old. My dad is unhinged. Oh, Matrix is rated 16 in Germany. I see. My dad is a nut job. <laughs> we watched Armageddon twice in world history class, so who am I to judge? Hey, um, I, 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 I like what you said earlier about it being necessary. And, like, oh, uh, yeah. You know? It's part. I, I feel like watching think, all this stuff as a kid, like, made me who I am yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. For oh, the uh, better. fully, fully, fully. Yep. Well, it's, it's part of. It's part. Like, rebellion is a natural part of development, mm-hmm. right? And, like,. Seeing a movie that's too scary or too sexy or too confusing for you is probably a safer way to rebel than like drinking and driving or like trying yeah. cocaine, you 100%. know, like when you're 14. Yeah. Like <laughs> just watch just watch Saw. Yeah, that's your outlet. <laughs> that's the outlet. Don't do drugs, just watch Saw. Yeah. Um definitely Schillinger, JK Simmons and Oz, that was his like big breakout for sure. What a great actor. Oh my god, yeah. He Good stuff. plays a Nazi scumbag fucking Oz. He's such a piece of shit. American History X. Saw that when I was like twelve. Same. Oof. Oof. That's one Same. of that's one of that, those like that's one of those like older oh, cousin the, movies. Yes. Where I was like at at the at the at the thrall of my older cousin and he showed me some like fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. Which I now wonder if he liked for the wrong reasons. Um, I just saw a really good interview on the internet actually about American History X and it's Ed Norton talking about it and how people take it the wrong way. Oh. And he's like, I don't know what to tell you. Like he he speaks so eloquently about like, yo, this is the message. Yeah, the movie we don't control how you yeah eat it up. I mean, or that's whatever, like Fight Club, where it's like it, it, he was talking about that too. It's like the guys who like really good interview. The guys who think that Fight Club is like oh hoorah. like yep. and it's like no, dude, you're the yeah. fucking thing being lampooned yep. here, bro. Yeah. Toxic masculinity is the villain of this movie, mm-hmm. not the hero, mm-hmm. <laughs> dude. And yeah. Uh, yeah, American History X, I would say, is very clearly anti-Nazi. Very clearly. Like, the end of the movie is like he. Yeah, it's about it's so clear. It's about trying to learn that you were a fucking idiot. Yeah, like that's what that movie is about. That movie's incredible. Holy fuck! That, movie's that movie. Ho- Yo, is my favorite word to talk about movies. Gritty. Gritty. Holy shit! I would. It goes beyond gritty. It like is visceral. Hard. I, I. I'll dance around this because even thinking about this fucks me up. 
Like I can the feel violence, it on my teeth, yeah, dude. Violence, violence. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. Fucking God. It's and add, add and add in the like racial like hate element of it. Yeah. It's upsetting, dude. It Just thinking about it upsets me. Yeah. Fuck. That, that movie. Movie, yeah. Whew. Yeah, too young. Too young to see that one. Ed Norton's a hell of an actor. Ed Norton, I mean, he's, yeah. I heard he's like very specific to work with, yeah. let's say. He's, but... an, he's an actor with a capital A. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. With three <laughs> capital A's. Yeah. <laughs> actor with all caps. Yeah. <laughs> the whole word. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, got to land the plane here in a sec. Yeah. Andrew Sherman says, oh boy, a question that is finally made for me. My parents brought. Uh, me to go see Being John Malkovich when I was nine years old. I could see that. Yeah, fucking you up. I have stronger movie memories of seeing this in theaters as a child than possibly any movie I've ever seen. Uh, seeing this at an impressionable age of nine definitely exposed me to some questions I didn't even know I had and definitely had an impact on my formative years later in life. I still bring this up to my dad every now and then uh, when I see him just uh, just to kind of make him squirm a little bit. I've always had a bit of a soft spot for Catherine Keener now. Yeah, Love she's Catherine Keener. She's into the wild. Pretty. She's pretty. I will oh my never God, watch 8 millimeter, millimeter again. <laughs> I'll never watch <laughs> it again. Nope. Yeah, dude, that's what that I is, rented. I was like 16 probably for that limit. one, but holy fuck. I can handle anything. I have the highest tolerance possible, maximum rank. I'm level cap. Yeah. I'm level cap with bonuses to put you past the level cap yeah, yeah, with yeah. my tolerance. He's got will, paragon levels. Exactly. In tolerating violence. I will never watch 8mm again. Dude, 8mm is Fuck a setting movie. film. Yeah. Is that like De Palma or somebody too? It's like it's, it's like a legit director. It's gotta be De Palma. Or like Schumacher ran. Yeah, it was somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember who directed 8mm, F- but oh my that God. That movie. Yeah, just the whole notion of that movie. Like, thinking about... I mean, I assume that stuff exists. It is the most fucked up thing yeah. I've ever... Yeah, Schumacher, yep. Schumacher, yeah, that's, that, was, that sounded right. Get that movie out of my Ugh. face, yeah. Ugh. Gross. Yep. Gross. Ooh, Requiem for a Dream, Claire, yes! Mm-hmm. Requiem for a Dream fucked me up as a kid. So depressed. Oh my god. It's I mean, so honestly, depressing. honestly, though, it might have fucked me up for the better because I... I I can probably credit, at least in no small part, Requiem for a Dream as to why I've never tried drugs. Hmm. Like, nice. it, it showed me that it's not worth it. <laughs> Come on, do with that. Like, <laughs> anything that would compel me to yeah. go, have to go ass to ass, <laughs> I don't yeah. want to do it. Yeah. I don't want to do it. Yeah. Insane. Ugh! Insane movie. And just, like, being afraid of the fucking... Like refrigerator. You saw it when you were nine at your friend's house. Oh my same, god! Yeah, same. My friend Matisse had it, and it was his Matisse dude. It's his favorite movie, like of all time. Bad influence. Matisse. He was so hardcore with that movie. He watched it like all the time too. Yeah. Although I will say, weird. This is mm, this is weird, but obviously I have shout out to Jennifer Connelly, the best. My the entire best. that's what I'm about to talk about. Mm-hmm. My entire life. I've been in love with Jennifer Connelly. I love her so much. She was my like first movie crush when I was like seven in the labyrinth. I was just like, oh my God, this woman is gorgeous. You know, she's she's older than me. It was age appropriate, you know. Um, (laughs) But like seeing her in Requiem for a Dream, you know. Haunting. And then like I'll have moments though, because remember that scene where she's standing in front of the mirror with a tank top and no bottoms on? Yeah. I'll have moments where I realize like I'm doing that. And then I'll just kind of look at myself in the mirror and I'll be like, I've done it. I've arrived. I've achieved, I've achieved 
hot bottomless tank top moment (laughs) without trying, you know? And I was like, I'm always so happy when I'm just like, I'm Jennifer Connelly right now. I mean, obviously I don't hold the candle, but like, my God. Oh, Jennifer Connelly. She's, to this day, perhaps one of the most beautiful human beings on the planet Earth. Top Gun Maverick. She's so gorgeous. And she's not fucking with her face like too much. Mm -hmm. Like with plastic surgery and stuff. Yeah. Oh, graceful. Beautiful. Wonderful human being. Absolutely. Married to Paul Bettany. They, se- they seem like a fun couple. Yeah. God damn it. We Vision. had Paul Bettany on the show I used to cut for Comedy Central, and uh, he was really fun. Where's White Vision? Where the fuck is White Vision? White <laughs> Vision. Fuck. Yeah. What's going on? What's going Marvel? on, Vision? Get your ducks in a row. Too many ducks. Too many ducks. They got too many ducks. They're, they're, they're all out of whack. They can't get them in a row. There's too, too many, many ducks. damn ducks. Jeez. Yo, Loki, though. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Get Jennifer Connelly in there. Jennifer Connelly is in Spider-Man as the voice. Yeah, right. No. she. Yeah, she's uh, Friday. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I love because it's Paul Bettany's wife. Is it fr- no, that's Condon. That's what Condon. What's her face from Breaking Bad? Jennifer Connelly's in somewhere. I thought Jennifer Connelly was Friday. No, I think that's Carrie Condon or whatever. Chat? Is Jennifer Connelly in the MCU yet? I thought she was a voice of one of those things. Maybe one of them. Because the, it was like an in-joke because she's married to Paul Bettany and he was the voice The glasses, of, maybe. Versus maybe the glasses. Karen. Yes. Who's Karen? Karen. She's the, Friday. Yeah, 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 yeah. She is Friday. Well, no, Zorgo is just bullshitting. She's Friday. Okay. But Whatever. Where's Carrie Connor? Whatever. We don't have time for this. Okay. Um. Too many, like... Beautiful voices. Paul Bettany's texts in the Johnny Depp trial. I don't know anything about that. Was is Paul Bettany bad? Is Paul Bettany bad? I can't withstand this. Paul Bettany. Is Paul Bettany bad? I wasn't following that trial because I do not give a fuck. Seriously, I cannot care about Johnny Depp or what's her name. I can't. I don't fucking care. Nobody's perfect. No, he's fine. He loves drugs. Well, yeah. Oh yeah, I I heard about that. I mean, sure, whatever. He loves the drugs. Honestly, I don't th- like if you're doing drugs responsibly. Yeah. Whatever, f- I don't give a shit. As long as you're not doing it's none of my business. Driving. Yeah, just don't do it in a way that you'll hurt anyone else. Mm-hmm. Fi- whatever, fine. We all have our vices. Yeah, our vi- Rachel vices. Our Rachel vices. <laughs> She's <Yeah>. mine. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love the mummy. If you take anything away from this podcast today, watch movies way too young. Yeah. And do drugs. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. <laughs> Probably don't do drugs. My advice is 12 movies tonight. <laughs> 12 yep. movies tonight. Yo, I am seriously watching Bourne. It is going down. Dude, it I love the Bourne identity. It is time. I'm not even... I lo- my dad loved the Bourne Identity, and so Such I, it's a dad special, movie. Oh, yeah, huge dad movie. Oh, my God. I have my a huge place time. in my heart. Yeah. Because my dad... Saw that. Fuck yeah. Or loved that. And we watched And Green too. Zone is underrated. You gotta watch The Prisoner from 1967. I want to so badly, for sure. Come over. And watch The Prisoner. <laughs> watch The Prisoner. How long is it? It's like 16 fucking hour long episodes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. We're gonna spend a 16 hour day watching The Prisoner. <laughs> yeah, Dude, The Prisoner it. is very, very good, everyone. I would love it. So good. Especially if you love weird ass 60s. Patrick McGowan bullshit. Patrick McGowan, no. Great um, 
the king in Braveheart. Is Patrick he? Patrick McGowan. Really? He just showed up in something else lately, too, and I was like, whoa, Patrick McGowan. Oh, the pr- Prisoners is great. Gritty. Love. I love Villeneuve. Yeah. Um, Gritty as hell. That I'm going to I'm gonna skim uh, people's for just God. names of stuff. Yo, is Hugh Jackman, when he's unhinged, though, one of the most fun things to watch? Oh, my God, Prisoners, yeah. Chappie. <laughs> Never saw Chappie. Logan. Logan. Like, yeah, Hugh oh Jackman, I love Hugh Jackman is the best unhinged man there is. Oh, yeah. I like it. I like it when uh, an actor that you like either know or can tell is like a good person, nice person in real life, sweetheart, just plays like a complete fucking maniac. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it's the best. It's It's great. Chappy, like the prestige. (laughs) Jackman in it, dude. It makes me laugh. Isn't he like a crazy ass? Like he's so unhinged. Does he have like some nutcase accent and a bunch of tattoos (laughs) or something? Like gold teeth or something. Chappy, oh Nicholas Cage, dude. Nicholas so Cage is like, he, he wins the unhinged, unhinged Olympics. I gotta see Dream Dream Scenario. Is that what it's called? Have you Have you heard of this? It's the new Nicholas Cage movie. It's out now or coming out soon. Where he's just like a normal guy, a real normal guy, but he just starts appearing in people's dreams, Whoa. like everybody's dreams. Whoa. Sounds awesome. I hope it's good. I don't I know. I want Nick Cage to visit me in a dream. <laughs> Come Apparently on in, it gets Nick. weird, yeah. Come on know. in. It looks like a very um like uh like Charlie Kaufman esque kind of a vibe. Kafka esque. Kaufman esque. Kafka esque. Yeah. Uh all right, I'm just gonna like try to get a few more in to um try to get a few more, but we gotta we gotta wrap up here. Uh Cotolito, uh Friday the thirteenth part. Uh, love the new blood seven new love blood of the new blood telekinetic powers in that one dude yeah. it's fucking sick i was just watching red letter media talk about those and they were saying how it got like fucked Super up in cut. editing yeah. oh seven is the Which worst sucks. there could have been so much gore in seven. Oh, it hurts me ziggas each pan's labyrinth oh yeah pan's labyrinth for sure uh, martin mason uh stanley kubrick's the shining hell yeah that's yeah that one will fuck you up God, best best staring off camera in, in cinematic history, probably The Shining. Best horror movie of all time I mean, in cinematic history. It's a history. fucking it's great the best. movie. Stanley Kubrick, <laughs> every single movie. movie. Every uh, single Stanley Kubrick film is a masterpiece. Yeah. Paul Rogers, sending love. Thank you. Um, let's also see Paul Rogers. Sorry, we're running out of time. Alien, Aliens, Terminator, The Lost Boys, The Thing, Blade Runner, all of which I probably watched when I was around 10 or 13. Yeah. Uh Anime, though. Akira, Ghost in the Shell, Wicked City. Urotsukodoji. Don't know that one. Project A, Cyber City Odeo. Oido. Oido. Dude, I saw it as an adult, but I could see people being fucked up by Return to Oz. Oh, yeah. That movie rips. That shit's weird as fuck. Gritty. Walter Murch. Yeah. Only movie he ever directed, to my knowledge. That's awesome. Famous editor. Yeah, that's awesome. Fucking crazy. <laughs> Love the effects. Remember when Stan Winston worked on Iron Man 1 and it like is better special effects from 15 yeah. years ago yeah. than probably the Marvels has? <laughs> what, movie, what movie did Saul Bass direct? Saul Bass. What, Saul Bass. What a Hollywood name. Fucking. That is the most, ho- that is like a GTA character Best in titles Los in the biz. Santos. Best titles in the biz. Oh, yeah. Saul Bass. We gotta go get, we gotta go get a kilo from Saul Bass. <laughs> <My God. laughs> 
because <laughs> um, he like directed one and it was like some weird crazy shit phase four yes so bad so fucking bad. i just spit everywhere i got really excited about phase four i love phase four i know you're afraid of giant ants but yeah. phase four is fucking are great. there giant ants in it oh yeah oh that movie would fuck me it's up. it's all then. about giant ants that movie would they fuck used me saw up. bass used actual ants as puppets Oh, that movie is already giving me the shivers. And in the end, the, 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 there's a lost phase four. Well, there are versions, so I want to say, I've talked about this before, but like, there's, a, there's phase four wasn't actually part of the original release of the movie, and then phase four was like a lost other reel. PG? Yeah. It's a good movie. Oh, no, Ants. Oh, no. Phase four oh, rips. Oh, no. Dude. Phase four rips. Fa- ants, giant ants are Huber's man-made structures in water. Yeah. Which ants I just really a, freak me out ridiculous uh i guess just like in no nah, because not all insects really freak me out i mean ants it are has freaky. to do with the eyes like they got ants, weird ants and flies yeah yeah segmented eyes like uh, uh the to- original black and white fly is scarier to me oh, than sure. yeah. because it's just the dude with the helmet and it's yeah. like the big you know when she takes dude the- i mean even uh hmm. honey i shrunk the kids auntie yeah. is pretty gross yeah it's freaky it's to me it's the little hairs yep it's the little hairs Those are freaky yeah I don't like the it. eyes are fine for me, but Ugh. it's the ma- the mandibles and the little tiny hairs. Ugh. Um, phase four, dude. Phase four, I kind of want to watch it and I face it, my fears. Technically, it's phase IV, I think, is how it's written. That might get you. Grave of the Fireflies. Oh, my God. Most depressing movie ever made. Yep. Uh, anyway, uh, we did. Oh, man. There's. Oh, shit. Okay. There's the so many. Sorry, everyone. Six people. So many hell? more people wrote it. We might have to do a part two on this. Yeah. So many it's people wrote topic. in that we didn't get to talk about. Holy shit. Uh, we took way too long going over these. It's a good topic that everyone is emotionally invested yeah. in. Yeah. We got like halfway through the comments. The poster of Phase 4 goes hard. Yeah. Ant, <laughs> ant crawling out of a person's hand like a stigmata. The day the earth was turned into a cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it rips. I saw it. I saw it back at CineFamily in a theater before CineFamily turned into a nightmarish hellscape of abuse. Uh, and it was fucking sick. And then they, they had the, the hidden lost extra reel where phase four actually happens and shit goes like crazy psychedelic. And they played it. And then like they talked about it for a while and there was like some stuff. And then he was like, the, the guy running it was just like, fuck it. You want to watch that last reel again? And everyone was like, yes. <laughs> Awesome. All right, uh, we gotta we gotta ski daddle for this episode. Yeah. Honestly, we might do a part two on this because sure. we got halfway through the things. We'll see. Maybe we'll like combine it and evolve it into another topic, and I don't know something. Um, phase four tonight. Phase four tonight, dude. Dude, if you watch phase four, I want to be there. Down. <laughs> phase four. <Super> down. <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, anyway, uh, we are. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, maybe we'll continue this. I don't know. Love it. Thank you for watching. Uh, Patreon.com slash Easy Allies. It's in, yeah, it's inspired by H.G. Wells' short story, Empire of Ants. My Empire of Ants. Shout out to Jabberwabs, Elthanis, Greg, the Dark Knight, Kettering, and Miguel. Shout, Shout out. out. If you want to get in on that, it's one of our top tiers on Patreon.com slash Easy Allies. In 2020, UK video label 101 Films released Phase 4 in a two-disc limited edition <gasps> Blu-ray set that includes the restored original ending. Holy shit, really? In 2020. Oh, I gotta up. scoop that up. Yeah, I gotta limited sc- edition. Literally, probably... I gotta scoop that up. Yeah. Uh, it is now available on iTunes Extras in celebration of the 45th anniversary of the film. Fuck you, iTunes Extras. 
I wonder if I can get that on my Apple TV. Cool. This is the first film to depict a geometric crop circle. Wow. In this case, what the hell does that mean? (laughs) First ever. It's a square. First time time I see a crop circle. (laughs) There it is. All right, everybody. We will be back next month for another exciting episode of Reaction Shots. It'll be holiday season then. So maybe we should probably address that. I don't know. Um, Holiday movies we saw too young. (laughs) Jingle all the way. Jingle all the way. The ball pit sequence was terrifying. (laughs) All right, everybody. Turbo man. Thank you so much. We will see you again next month. Bye-bye. Arnold Schwarzenegger is one of the funniest actors of all time. He really is. It's It blows my mind how the most like macho, tough guy can also be the funniest. Yeah. He, he, yeah. How do you play both how of those do you play sides? Both? It's how, crazy. How can you be all things to all people? It's crazy. <laughs> and a fiscal conservative. <laughs> Republican governor. governor. <laughs> what the fuck? The governor. All right. Fourth try. Are you going to let me finish the podcast? Yes. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next month. Bye-bye.